0: a pleasure right now to introduce Emre Çelik. He's a Turkish-Australian, currently based in Washington, D.C., as president of the Rumi Forum. It's part of the Alliance for Shared Values, an umbrella organization of the Gülen Movement. Yes, that movement blamed by Turkish President Erdogan for all the troubles that seem to beset him at the moment. Emre Çelik, welcome to Sunday Night. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. The Gülen movement seems to be a behemoth that's uh, threatening to take over the Turkish state and the rest of the world, according to some of the propaganda we hear. Yes, yes, <laughs> if you uh, believe uh, uh, the president
1: of Turkey, Erdogan, uh, but uh, of course we need to realise that's one voice. There are n- multiple voices uh, in this debate and it's important that we balance that. Uh, I always quote Goebbels, uh who happens to be uh, Hitler's propaganda minister. He said, if you lie to the people often enough, uh, they'll believe you. And that in particular is sad in regards to uh, information dissemination in in Turkey. Uh, A lot of the media has been wrapped up, purged, closed down uh, in the vicinity of hundreds
0: of uh, institutions of different backgrounds. The number of arrests in Turkey, and particularly the areas they come from, the judiciary, the military, the professional classes, teaching you mentioned, does seem to indicate that the Gulen movement did have widespread support, particularly among the sort of cultural elites in Turkey. I mean, the the, the movement,
1: uh, by virtue of the fact that was, uh, was and is involved in education, of course, produced the best students that got into the best universities, And uh, intrinsically got into a very good position So uh, I think that's an important background There's nothing wrong with any citizen of any country Working for uh, their bureaucracy Of course, if you want a fearmonger And we've lived that in the United States Muslims are infiltrating the State Department, the White House If you want to create uh, the concept of the other By all means, this is the kind of divisive language you use You uh, pick somebody, pick on somebody Use them as a scapegoat for for your problems And that becomes uh, the memento to create division and polarisation in the country. And Erdogan's been very astute at doing that. He's the master of of hate, it would appear, the hate-mongering, the divisive language, the polarisation. And people, unfortunately, by virtue of the fact that there is no alternative media, uh, if not for the Western media, and of course people outside of Turkey have access to that, Uh, people in in, in Turkey... uh, particularly because they're used to traditional uh, media vis-a-vis television newspapers, are stuck with one voice, uh, and that happens to be Erdogan's voice.
0: How would you describe the Gulen movement? It's variously described in in Turkey as some sort of secret society which, by infiltrating the bureaucracy and the judiciary, had planned a sort of constitutional coup, if not uh, sort of took part in a military coup. Broadly, though, the Gulen movement doesn't officially act as a political party, yet nevertheless is very influential in Turkish culture.
1: I, I think by virtue of the fact that the, the movement has been successful in numerous spheres, in, including education, uh, media, relief work, health services, uh, intercultural, interfaith dialogue, it's gained respect of a critical mass of people. Uh, so that's very important. The movement's philosophical background... Uh, by virtue of the fact that Gulen was inspired by a very important uh, 19th and 20th century scholar who spoke about the social ills of the Muslim world, said it was incumbent on Muslims to overcome uh, poverty, disunity and ignorance. Gulen takes this one step further, uh, and it's a very significant step, and says that these problems do not pertain Uh, to purely the Muslim world. These are social issues of the whole world, and it's incumbent on Muslims, irrespective of the types of people that are suffering, whether they have faith, no faith, or otherwise, we need to be there for their service, to overcome those ills. Again, poverty, disunity, and ignorance. So particularly through education, uh, overcoming disunity through opportunities for engagement and dialogue, servicing people that are less fortunate through health services, uh, relief work, and the extension of that through informing people through media, uh, business organisations to help support, uh, there was a critical mass of individuals in Turkey that uh, played a part in either supporting, running, and or even being sympathetic to So it would be the reasonable,
0: reasonably to describe Gulen movement as a movement that is Muslim to its core, but sees Islam as playing its part in modernity rather than being reactive. It's proactive rather than
1: reactive. I, I wouldn't would you... describe the movement per se as being Muslim. It is around these values because we have support beyond Turkey. Of course, it's Muslim mm. in Turkey because everyone happens to be Muslim, but even that would be incorrect because we have people of uh, people of uh, various sectarian backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds, be it Kurdish or Alawi, and uh, non-Muslims in Turkey, the various Christian sects, Jewish sects, and outside of Turkey, uh, the fact that you take a universal approach to service uh, allows people uh, to come in and, and play a part. So, in America, for example, I, I'm in Washington DC area, we've got pastors, we've got rabbis that would consider themselves part of the movement that support our activities wholeheartedly, that give up their time, their money, or otherwise and say, We need this, we need this, and even more so. Putting Turkey to one side, there is a calamity there. Uh, but this unity, unfortunately, and now we've just finished an election uh, that the whole world knows about. Uh, you know, people are saying to me, "You're going to be very busy for the next four years." So, irrespective of where we are, and this unfortunate, ideally, these issues don't exist, and maybe we don't have these types of institutions, but they do exist. So, I would not describe the movement as being uh, purely. Uh, of muslim background but i think for a large percentage of the people involved are muslim and their faith inspired but the net result is not necessarily religious or faith based uh, service and in actual fact the word for the movement in turkish is hizmet with a small h has become hizmet with a big h to describe the movement and hizmet means service altruistic service I think I would describe and and separate the two types of people that that fit into the movement, those that are faith-inspired and see this as a means of pleasing their creator, the Almighty, and those that may be more secular and see this as being an important responsibility for uh, the current world and coming generations. So it's a social responsibility for all, whether you're religious, secular, or otherwise.
0: What seems to have got up, the government's nose and particularly President Erdogan's nose over the last few years is the point at which his regime was criticised by the judiciary. There was a corruption scandal that emerged in 2014 and that he saw as being members of the Hizmet Movement, the Gulen Movement, using their combined power within the civil institutions to put pressure on his regime. Do you see that as the sort of linear progression from, from that critique of the regime being linked to corruption to the moment of the coup or counter-coup uh, and that, that, that it's all part of the one... I, I, I think uh,
1: the coup, the counter coup, the political coup thereafter, the corruption probe, and the and the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that have been purged since the corruption probe and the the coup uh, are part of uh, a general trend within uh, the current government in terms of autocracy. We can date it back to even the the Gezi protests regarding uh, a more uh, secular, liberal. A group of individuals but even uh that was a mixed bag of different people that that came uh came against Erdogan's stance regarding the uh the park because I know people uh of conservative background were involved because of the the values that uh they were sticking up for uh but I would suggest in regards to the movement itself a uh the historical dislike if you will uh for the movement because of its uh, non-partisan or apolitical stance, by virtue of the fact that we come uh, both the movement and AKP types come from a conservative base. Uh, Gulen never went out of his way to support any one particular party, and I think the big message that we get in the Western meeting of democracy versus autocracy is is great. But I think there's a very important subplot, and that is political Islam. Versus civil Islam That's been missed in some quarters Gulen represents civil Islam A bottom-up approach Erdogan and more broadly Islamists See imposing Islam From a top-down structure Gulen's always been against this And uh, Historically it was To the advantage of using Movement elites By virtue of their education experience To maybe uh, bolster you know the uh, bureaucracy uh, but it's very important to realize that previous to the uh, the corruption probe even even as close as a month they went out of their way to close the uh, what we call as prep schools or tutorial centres. There's 4,000 of them in, in Turkey. Uh, a lot of people suggested that the movement was affiliated with a 1,000 of them, and a large percentage of the people that become affiliated or sympathetic to the movement go through these uh, tutorial centres because of the great service that they provide. So that sector as an industry was uh, decimated. They don't exist.
0: Where does this go now uh, in Turkey over the next... Three or four years. Are you optimistic or pessimistic about the uh, the immediate future? Uh,
1: as a, as a Muslim, I'm always optimistic. Uh, I think that's very very important. We have a we have a um, a very important uh, Sufi mystic poet and, and thinker by the name of uh, Ezrum Ibrahim Hake, coincidentally from the same region where where Gulen is from, Ezrum. And he says something to the effect of, uh, "The Almighty changes evil into good, changes good into evil. Let us see what the Almighty does. For whatever He does, it is most beautiful. So uh, we see that there is some wisdom here, uh, or know that there is a wisdom from the perspective of, of fate. Uh, but when it's resolved, we don't we don't know. And this is where the stories of the prophets, Joseph, for example, being thrown into the world by his brother, Cain and Abel, two siblings of a prophet uh, doing grievous uh, things to one another, or at least one of them to the other. Uh, and then the numerous other biblical uh, stories, and we have similar stories really that are specific to uh, to Islam. So I guess forbearance and patience, uh, I, I think from really a worldly perspective, uh, things need to, to happen. Uh, many NGOs, international NGOs, have highlighted the abuses that have taken uh, part in Turkey, and it's very sad. We have just most recently, on uh, Tuesday last, fifteen thousand, another 15,000 people were purged. So we're talking about 125,000 people without due process uh, being kicked out of their, 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 their jobs. Uh, there's no recourse for justice. They've been stigmatized. They have nowhere else to go. Amnesty is and human rights watch have highlighted the uh human rights abuses uh, including uh torture and 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 rape uh so this uh, and of course there's the threat of of turkey being uh, uh or the process of being kicked out of the the EU or the uh being kicked out of the the process for EU ascension and and that's i think there was a vote just yesterday where the majority of the parliamentarians said uh, let's freeze that so these aren't very good signs at all and turkey historically in recent history has always been the role model post-arab spring everyone said the turkish model turkish model we have uh, a secular democratic muslim country uh, very traditional values but at the same time uphold these democratic values but unfortunately instead of the arab world becoming like turkey the sad irony is turkey has become somewhat like the arab world
0: Emery Celleck, we should continue to watch with interest. A substantial uh, Turkish-Australian community would be, of course, concerned. Thanks for making the time to drop in on Sunday night. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you very much. This has been a podcast of Sunday nights on ABC Local Radio. Thank you for listening.